You're listening to One Love Massive Radios. Chadwick Alexander. We're in the studio with Torlane Green, aka TJ. What's up? What's up, everyone? What's good? TJ is the owner and creator of Ars Magazine. That's A R S Mag. Yeah, A R S Mag. Um, the Mag actually stands for Media Arts Group. So the full business name is Ars Media Arts Group. Work. Um, and we just produce a publication which refers to the Ars Magazine. Work. How long have you been doing Ars? Um, officially since 2015. Um, but it took us. Uh, two years prior to that, so 2013, to uh, get all the nonprofit handles and all that stuff, because the government runs you through the ringer. Um, you know, just checking checks and balances with everything that you do, basically bank accounts, um, Brooks Brooks numbers, all that type of stuff, to make sure that you're legit. Um, we wanted to basically do a nonprofit so that we could actually provide a service instead of trying to hit people in the head for cash. Word, yeah. I remember we met a couple years ago, and you were like, I was confused about what you did and how you did it and, you know, even what the whole thing was about. Like, what, what's the reasoning and basis behind it? So, basically, um, I'm an art student. Uh, went five years into a pretty decent program at the time at Shepherd University. Ranked, like, 14th in the nation for art. Word. I didn't even know that. And uh, I basically quit my football and sports stuff to do art but then i realized like it's a crowd it's a, it's a click yeah. in art and a lot of people miss out on opportunities um because they're not in that click so i was like we need to provide a new avenue yeah something else a new platform for artists to get their work out for artists to kind of learn how the business side of art is done like there's still business there's still money to be made yeah, you know, there's a lot of money in art, but people just don't know. Right, I mean, everything from branding to logos to marketing, you know, right. it's, there's an artist involved at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, really what kind of threw me for a loop is, you know, they throw these, like, bogus stats at you in school, you know, like, oh, only one out of 100 artists make it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, what is making it? Yeah. You know? What is making it? What do, what do they consider making it? Making it is like, you know, being in like a crazy gallery where, you know, your piece is on the wall for seven to ten months at a time and it's yeah. worth, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've bought art at like random places, like random pop ups and restaurants and stores and mm-hmm. stuff. And like, you know, I've paid like 100, 150, 200 to like a local artist on some like dope shit that I've seen like just laying around. So, I mean, if you imagine like, say, that that artist is at, what eastern market every saturday sunday selling pieces for a hundred dollars five pieces a day that's five hundred dollars in a day like most people don't make that in a week true and that's true. that's considered not making it as yeah, an artist it's considered being you know a street artist unprofessional that's crazy um all of that type stuff comes along with it. you know there's all these tags and stigmas you know within the art community like if you're not in a the gallery then you're an amateur yeah. you know if you're not going to these juried you know work you know workshops or whatever then you're an amateur so yeah. Um, which is not the case, obviously. Which is not the <laughs> case, obviously, because like adjustment. Um, you have people like Banksy, you know what I mean, who no one really knows who he is. Right. And galleries, you know, is the opposite. Galleries want his street work. Right. You know, so um to me it was just an eye opener really on how to um just provide something different mm-hmm. and just um like I said, provide a real service. Like 
stuff they don't teach you in school, you know? Yeah. So is it just visual arts or performing yeah. arts or? It's it's mainly visual arts. So I work with, you know, drawing, illustration, painting, digital, muralist, all of that type stuff. Um, that's really where we focus. I wouldn't turn down working with a performance artist, but um, there's a lot of, like, theatrical and like you know more like acting and stage presence and things mm -hmm. like that that i'm not familiar with you know I, I didn't take any courses or anything like that so um i wouldn't turn anyone down to work with them and help them build a brand but at the same time um i, I don't have those resources right i can dig that um i mean i looked at your website and you had like artists and like an artist roster but they're like performing artists like rappers and, yeah. and stuff like that yeah what and what aspect do you work with them uh basically branding um the way i see it is artists um i don't want to limit anyone's creativity uh, i'm not really like a manager or anything like that but i would say uh, more of a consulting as far as building a brand um a look for yourself developing web pages um even like you know hashtags and things like that things that are catchy more like the marketing things like that that you need to to build a brand mm -hmm. um and i and i think it's more of having that artist see that you're not just a rapper you're a brand right you have to brand everything that you do like yeah you can't just you know put out music and call it whatever and then that's it after three or four months of putting it out like you gotta you gotta brand it some way you know so yeah where definitely a lot of artists need like help with branding and marketing and just creating like some type of like idea of who they are and what they're trying to portray as an artist because everyone wants to be a rapper or a singer or a producer but you know if everyone's doing it like what makes you different like exactly and how are you going to present that to people where they can enjoy and understand and become a fan not just like oh that song's tight but become a fan and like show up to your events you know and support because a lot of support is like online and you can just like you can find somebody new. You listen to one song, like, oh, that's tight. But then, oh, I'm going to listen to this person because they have, like, dope visuals and they have, like, the right hashtags and things that I like or things that I'm interested in besides, like, just, like, this one track. Yeah, definitely. Or um, proper placement is really important. Placement. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, definitely, you're definitely right on that. Um, an artist that I'm working with right now, he's from my city, uh, Bucky Dollar. He was like, yo, I've been trying to reach out to DJ Booth for like a whole year, bro, and couldn't get nothing popping. I'm like, yeah, man, like the way, like I read your emails that you're sending out to him and like, <laughs> like they're just not, like they're not right right now. You know, you really need to like take one step back. Yeah. Really market yourself with a real, you know, full, complete project that right. has a look, has a sound and everything makes sense. Right, right. And send them something that makes sense. And it's like. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, I'm I'm a booking agent, talent director for One Love Massive. So, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I want to get on the show. And they'll send me, like, a DM or something. I'm like, all right, just email me. And then they'll email me, like, yeah, so I'm trying to get on the show. What's good? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh. All the time. Uh, all the time. Well, you know, like, send me some stuff. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. And they'll send me, like, some random clip of some random thing. And I'm just like, nah, like, you know, like. Yeah, but nah. Like, nah, yeah, I got you. As an artist, you don't want to present yourself like to a company or a business or a booking agent or a venue just like, hey, what's good? I'm trying to get on. What's good? Like, you cannot. Like, you can't do that because there's a thousand other people that are like, oh, I have yeah. this EPK and I have this these visuals and I have this rollout and I have this, this, and that. And I have these plans. And when someone has plans, like, it's like, 
I'm here for you, but at the same time, I'm not about to like build your whole like platform and do everything for you so you can win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a job, you have a job. Like, your job is to be the artist. Your job is to portray yourself as such and to create some type of draw. If you can't create a draw within an email, how would you be able to create a draw draw with an event or like a show? You know what I'm saying? Like, real crowd, right. right? Like, why would I put you on stage with? You know, like a Risa Renee or like a Just Paul or somebody like that that has a draw and has a following and has like branding and marketing. And you're just like, yeah, I just want to perform. Like, that's just what I do. Like, nah. Right. And, and I really think um, I have issues with this with visual artists as well. Like, you know, I'm down in Atlanta working as a stage manager volunteering at, at, at A3C in mm-hmm. October. And, um, you know, we're working with Paper Frank and Distorted and um x spaces 10 spaces um in atlanta and you know other people are hitting me that i know around here and like yo like i'm trying to get on with paper frank i'm like yeah you don't have a fan base like paper frank though like i mean i mean even if you don't have a fan base at least have like to make it look like you're legit like you have to be Mm -hmm. legit especially now because there's so many so many artists so many rappers like everyone is rapping everyone's producing like everyone has a studio in their basement everybody does so you got to figure out what separates you from someone else or the man next to you or the lady behind you because there's so many people coming from every different angle. And it's like, how do you filter out the good from the bad? Just because you're like, oh, I'm good. Listen to my music. Like, nah. Like, yeah. you may be, you may have a good song, but as an artist, especially now when everyone's, like, independent and everyone doesn't need a label, like, you can be, a like, a legit artist and just do shows and be, like, you know, on your own and still be like up and down the East Coast, West Coast, right. as long as you have the right packaging. No doubt. And, and this is something that, I mean, I would ask you about. You probably deal with it more. I mean, the same mindset of making it as an artist is necessarily in the recording world is not necessarily signing a deal anymore, right? Right. So um, I kind of look at that the same way. You know, you got your Currencies, your Dom Kennedys, Chance. Chance the Rapper, number one. You know one. what I mean? All of these people that, I mean, make a great living and they haven't signed anything, right. you know what I mean? I mean, contracts, but not like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the same aspect with, you know, visual artists, all these people want to get in the galleries and get represented by someone, but really it's like you can look at um a ton of different artists in the just the media world and and see that that's not necessarily making it. And and there's a bigger there's a there's a there's a bigger even bigger avenue for you to be independent because you can last longer. Um, cause you can build that cult fan base and really just wherever you go, you literally sell out a show yeah. like, every time, you know, and that money's going to you instead of six other people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays, a lot of people think that because social media is such a big thing nowadays that if you have a lot of followers and you're like making it big or whatever, but that's still not like yeah. getting your, your followers don't equate to income either. Right. People. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I would say, you know, having followers is dope, you know, if you can monetize it. Right. You know, uh, Master P said that you just think about it like this. Um, you got a thousand followers and those a thousand followers spend a hundred bucks with you. Right. You got a hundred thousand dollars. Right. He was like, if you monetize them like that off these people, if you know these people are really backing you versus having two hundred thousand followers and they never spend a dime with you. Right. So it's really about, you know, having a plan and, and being able to market yourself and, like you said, have a draw and be able to really have a fan base that's really willing to support you other than double tapping pictures and, yeah, you know, reposting your stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So as an artist yourself, how did, what 
what got you to the point where you wanted to step back and support the rest of people, like everyone else besides yourself? So um, a lot of the teachers that I came across, you know, they're like mad bitter. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like they have like this crazy, like, you know, you know, idea that they're going to be like Van Gogh or something. And mm-hmm. then like they get into the real world and realize how hard it is. And it's like, I'm just going to fall back on teaching. Yeah. You know, that's my that's my plan B. I'm just going to teach art. Yeah. And I'm going to just be like a super dick to everyone <laughs> because I know your work's not as good as mine and I didn't make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's, it's a C barely. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. And I just didn't want to be that. Like I was like, yo, I'm slowly becoming that. You know what I mean? I yeah, like, didn't even look at it that way. <laughs> like, yo, I cannot be that. Like, yeah. So I, I really took a step back, got this dope internship um, in Hagerstown, Maryland at a contemporary art gallery and, and school. Mm-hmm. Where I got to work with like some some thirteen to sixteen year old kids who were dope artists that were trying to get into this special art school in Maryland, mm-hmm. and it really opened my eyes because like their work was better than mine. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like like little kids. Yeah, like yeah. like young kids. You know what I mean? But they didn't have any you know schooling or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, higher education. But they were just they're just dope artists. It's mad creative. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are either. Um, super cocky with their work, yeah. Or they like just thought it was nothing. Like, oh, this right. is something I do in five minutes at my house while I'm bored. Yeah. So it was kind of like on me to kind of like kind of get them with the tunnel vision. Like, yo, you got a talent. Yeah. Like your stuff is better than mine, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I'm 20. Right. You know. So I would say between that and just being around other artists, they're like just get me hip to stuff. Like I'm at the gallery. And the guy's telling me, yo, like, never sell your work. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how you making money? You know, like, everyone wants to sell their work as an artist. Right. And he's like, I only lease my work. Like, I never wow. give it away because galleries will hit you like, yo, like, I'll give you 700 for that piece. You give them 700 and then two, three months later, when you're at another gallery and your value goes up, mm-hmm. He's selling your work for you know twenty five hundred. Yeah, and he's got your piece now. Like it's nothing. You I didn't can even do. know they like leased art. That's like a whole different thing. It's yeah. a whole nother world, bro. And he he really was like using three galleries to do it. Like six months at a time. I need yeah. I need five hundred for each piece. He'll do like two pieces at a time at a couple different galleries, and he's mm-hmm. making a living. Right. And even if something was to blow through the roof, like yo, I need that back. Right. right. Six months, and I can yeah. charge what I want to charge, and it's still mine. Makes sense. So the gallery is not getting rich off of his work, you yeah. know. So um, that really like that's crazy. Yeah, I need. Like, I've never even mind. thought about that. Right? I'm like, yo, they don't teach you this. Yeah. So wow. I'm like, there's really a lot of stuff to learn yeah. business wise in the art industry, mm-hmm. and I need to learn it, and also be able to give people opportunity to learn it earlier than me you yeah. know what i mean without experiencing someone getting you for your work or just trying to hustle every piece you know what i mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. so um that's really what what took me to the took me to that point where i'm like you know what i'm gonna work the back end of it and try to get people um in a better position basically to be professional right so aside from this the actual magazine do you have any pl- other platforms to actually uh share this knowledge uh not really um we're really pushing the you know, the magazine and, the you know, our online presence um, as far as the website and things. We've already partnered with um, several other nonprofits that feature art, like uh, Talent House. Um, Fractured Atlas is huge. They've helped us, you know, develop everything just about. Um, but then other, like, creative things, like in the city, like DC Top 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with Club Plug Radio a couple of times. Um, 
and some dope artists like Super Wax, um, mm-hmm. Chris Pirate, who does a human fly. He's down in Miami now. He just opened up a shop Word. in Miami. Um, so we really just try to focus on things that fit mm-hmm. and that people that understand like how we're trying to bridge that gap and and get it. You know what I mean? That really get it. So yeah. Word. So how does this like in intersect with like your daytime job like how do you like make the two go together okay so i'm an event coordinator in my daytime job um at a community college at northern virginia community college um it really helps actually because i meet so many people um it's basically i work for the state basically so i've worked with tim kane i've worked with the chancellor i've worked with um several several like you know high up you know government officials and things like that but then i also get to work with the community yeah so um, it just helps build rapport um, mm-hmm. whenever we can, you know, donate something or be a part of the um, actual event um, we do. And and it just definitely just helps me be able to build rapport and, and build up, you know, what we're trying to do and get it across. Because I feel like really art, especially in Virginia, is kind of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. If you're not in Richmond, then it doesn't matter. yeah <laughs> that's yeah. the way it is like anything in virginia is like mostly government or you know whatever po- po- political shit and yeah. sports and then arts just like you yeah. know brush under the rug or push yeah. to the side yeah 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 so i mean like with the whole richmond scene like have you been down to richmond like are you in on that scene or like because it's mainly like street art in richmond and like like how does that like work it's a lot of street art. Um, I've worked with like Slapdash, and they do Epic Fest and things no word, like that. Yeah, we've done that a couple of years. Um, I've worked with them. Um, shout out to Oct. Yeah, Octavia. <laughs> um, so we've done done that a lot, but I really wanted to focus on up here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I really wanted to focus on get our area under some type of control. When I say up here, you know, DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Yeah. Um, I really think that it's lacking here. Mm-hmm. So I think that we can bring back things from Richmond, things yeah. from Tidewater, things from when we go to Atlanta or North Carolina, bringing those type of mindsets and those aspects back to our area and really, you know, have something where we can be like a gatekeeper for the arts. Yeah. Well, there's like a huge art scene in D.C., but not so much in Virginia. Like, I don't know, like, there's no, like, place to go or, like, you know, there's no, there's nowhere really in Virginia that I've seen where there's like, yo, I'm about to go to this art show or I'm about to check out this art. It's all like DC, 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 DC. Definitely. Definitely. It's like, um, it's really hard to find like advocates. Yeah. For, um, real there's no con- venues either. Like, yeah, right, no, right. Like, right. Cause no, well, they no- just opened that one space in Woodbridge. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, I, I think the Fear Cliff? No, no, no. Um, it's like a warehouse. No, nah, it's not a warehouse. It's like a, in Tackett's Mill, they opened a new art space. I'm not hip. I'll I'll find it. I'll send it to you later. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not hip. Um, I know that the workhouse in Lorton mm-hmm. was like stealing everyone's souls. Yeah. As far as artists, because <laughs> they just they just let anyone in who has money. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't curate it any type of way. Mm-hmm. They like they were at first. It was like super tight to yeah. get in, and then they're like running out of money, so they're, like just yeah. let anyone in. So it's kind of like a. a you know, two polar opposites. It's either like, yeah, anyone can get in who has bread mm-hmm. or no one can get in at all because you don't know the right people. Right. So I'm trying to kind of be something in the middle. You yeah. Know well, I mean? they have the Torpedo Factory in uh, Arlington, Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's been there nah, for a minute. It's an old Factory's prison. Been... It's an old prison that yeah. they turned into like a 
Because we did a party there like in 07 or something like that. But uh, I just went there recently in the wintertime and they had like an art show. But it was like a lot of DC cats. Yeah. In in Virginia. It was kind of weird. <laughs> because, you know, DC people never want to leave DC. It's true, like, yo, you're going to true. Virginia? Nah. Yeah. A, let, me, let, me, let me make sure my pockets are clean and got my ID on me. You know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. All DC people are scared of Virginia. I mean, whatever. And they, I mean, it's rightfully so. <laughs> yes, rightfully so. Like, it's a commonwealth. They don't play. It yeah. They don't I mean, play. You got you to gotta be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. You know? They don't play. Cross yeah. your T's, dot your eyes when you're in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I've, I've never done anything at the Torpedo Factory. I've been to a couple of events, but yeah. I've never done anything. Word. Yeah. So what what's next? Like, what are you trying to do like this year, 2017, with like the okay. magazine and like? So the magazine uh, is going to be released March 21st, digital and print. Word. Um, we'll have a we have a couple like. Um, Places where the print will be available, um, City Cap and Fair Oaks Mall, mm. uh, Sports Zone Elite and Woodbridge at the Stonebridge. Word, yeah. Um, the Smoky Shop in Manassas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Chambers. Um, and then a couple other places that we're still working on right now, but those three will be the main spots. Yeah. Um, for it. Um, we're working on uh, the Rinse and Recycle, too. That's... Um, on O Street, mm-hmm. ran by Everyday Weekend. Word, word. Working on that. I'm actually meeting with them today. About oh, yeah, that's my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, basically get the magazine out. Um, we're going to have a launch party, like an official launch party, March 25th. Where's that? Um, it's going to be um, at a community center in Lake Forest Mall in Gaithersburg. Virginia. Word. It sounds mad corny. Gaithersburg is like home. But the space is like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Space I mean, is like legit, and and we can do a lot of things, and we can really make it our own, and that's really what I'm looking for. Yeah, um, yeah. Gaithersburg seems like mad out the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I'll be traveling though. Like I live in Gainesville. I live in Gainesville, Virginia. Oh. It's like the sticks. <laughs> that's like past Manassas, right? Yeah, and I work in Woodbridge. Uh huh. My girl lives in Gaithersburg. Oh wow! So I'll be all oh, over yeah. the place. Be I'll be all over, over the, the DMV. Yeah, so. you like me. Yeah, I drive like a hundred miles a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm on like eighty. Yeah, <laughs> I got my car. Uh, I've had since like '09. It has like two hundred twenty thousand miles on it. Wow. Yeah. Honda. Toyota. Toyota. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah, either, yeah, yeah, either yeah. or, either yeah, Honda yeah, yeah. or Toyota. That's yeah. the only way you get that high. Yeah, I'm in a Honda right now, and I'm at I'm at one fifty. Yeah, I started with two miles on it though. Oh wow. Yeah. First owner like up and down ninety five mileage on that thing from here to Boston to New York. To Florida, to Charlotte, Atlanta, everywhere. Everywhere. East Coast, man. Yeah. There's too many options on the East Coast. There's <laughs> way too many options. Like, I want to go to Philly. You know what? We're going to go to New York, too. Ah, fuck it. We're going to go to Boston. Ah, I think I'm going to Canada. True, true. Canada? Yeah. I mean, it's like Canada's like driving to Boston because Canada's nine hours. So you drive to Boston, it's nine hours. You just take a different route. Different route. Yeah. Or Stop in New York, that. chill for a couple hours, you know, see, see the fam. Shout yeah. out to the homies, you know, and shoot right up to Canada. Toronto's right there. So what's up? Yeah, I've been in Toronto a couple times, but I only took flights. You know, I never, I've never taken that. Yeah, that yeah. trip. You know, the yeah. real trip. You I know? I drive all the time. Like, if I can drive it, I'm gonna do it. That's what's up. That's yeah. What's up. yeah, yeah, yeah. So event wise, are you working on any events with anybody else, or like, how you what are you doing with that? Um, yeah, we're working on some events. Um. With uh, I don't know, I don't even know the brand, but Ray Chambers, um, and is that PLR music? PLR, yeah, yeah, PLR, and um, 
I don't know. I don't know if you got. Are you guys involved in this? Uh, we've been talking. I actually meet with Ray sometime this week, so okay, we'll be um, seeing each other. Yeah, you know, I don't want to give anything away. It's their <laughs> yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, big festival. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, a big festival in Virginia. In Virginia, yeah, which is it needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, we've um, tried. We've tried. Virginia's hard, but you know, I've been working with Ray for what, like five years now. Or yeah, so like random stuff here and there, and you know, it's like always been like hit or miss, or like. A lot of misses, less hits, you know. But true, true. Virginia's a hard place to to get things, you know, popping or cracking or whatever. But you know, seems like this one's gonna be like the one, you know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It seems it seems good, and um, we really just gonna focus on like the media aspect, media and arts of yeah. it, um, and just you know let them do their thing as far as curating the artists and all right, of that. Right. Um, but, like how big is your team though? Like. Uh, there's five of us. Mm. So our board consists of myself, who's the executive director, um, Wes Powell. Um, he's from Roanoke, actually. He's wow. like way down in the sticks. Um, yeah, he drives probably just as much as you. Too. Yeah, he's I mean, if he's in lot. Roanoke, then yeah. yeah. Um, he is the business development director. Mm. Um, then um, my boy Chris Williams, um, who's been my roommate in college and everything. Um, he's in charge of like the chair, basically. Um, of the foundation part of it, so okay. like the donations and all that stuff. Yeah, and then there's another TJ on the crew. Um, his real name's Terrence Boykin. Um, he is in charge of community outreach and community service and all that stuff. And then um, the newest member is um, Jacinta Marie, who is just the executive assistant. She does a lot of our writing mm-hmm. and um, edits and all that stuff when people send bad emails and they need to edit it. <laughs> So um, shout out to her too because yeah, she's mad on point. That. That's that's, that's <laughs> a plus because I know I'll be like yeah mad typos when I'll be typing from my phone like yeah she'll hit me with a text like what were you trying to say what is this yeah like that's not yeah no that's not gonna go like do not send that right now yeah you definitely need that hell yeah so um yeah that's 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 the team um but we also um in June we are gonna open up the opportunity to have like external board members so. People that we partner with or people that we may have done an event uh, with or people that just have ideas that want to do something, we'll invite them to our monthly meeting and they'll be able to, you know, say their bid or whatever, be able to pitch an idea mm-hmm. or something, um, even if it's, you know, sponsoring a page and they want to curate a page in the magazine. Yeah. All that. That opportunity is coming in June. Work. Um, so. That's tight. That. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people need a platform and they, you know, they want to do something and they can't really figure it out, especially in the art world, because, you know, so many uh, like clicks and crews and like, if you don't know, you so really exclusive. don't know. So it's super exclusive. <laughs> like yeah. you can have like, you know, mounds and mounds of art in your room and not know what to do with it or who to show it to or who to talk to about it. Or even like, you know, to try to get yourself into like some type of gallery or some type of event because, you know, there's, there's so much hate you know well i wouldn't say hate but you know it's people like oh really i mean you know like people just don't want other people in the way you know like oh you know your shit is a little bit doper than mine so i don't want to like you know you know i'm coming across that a lot really i was i was kind of naive to believe that at first like yo i feel like you know we're like you know gotta you know some type of common cause you know that we should be able to work together right but then i realized like yo like people come to the show like yo he got like some dope tees or that piece is real dope. Or he actually sold that. Yeah. How can and he, how can he how? sell that for that much? And you know what I mean? How? Yeah. yeah. And it's Who like, would buy that shit? Then yeah. they're like, they start falling off. You know what I mean? They're not, yeah. they're not with the team. You know what I mean? Right, it's not squad right. anymore. It's like, yo, I can't, like, he should have broke me off some bread or something right, like right. that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. 
it, it's um I was really naive to that, but I definitely see that, and um I really would like to try to open people's eyes and see that you know if yeah if you're I mean, a part of a team that someone makes it, it's gonna benefit everyone. I mean that's with all the arts. That's like you know performing arts, like music, dance, like whatever. There's always gonna be somebody that's like, oh, I'm better than him. How did he get that? Or how does she do that? Like, I mean, even like in the dance world, like. I was talking to a couple of breakers the other day, and they were like, yeah, this dude called me out for biting and said I was biting somebody else's moves. And then we threw rounds and shit, and then he couldn't hang, and da-da-da-da. And, like, you know, I had to I had to blast him on Facebook. I'm like, damn, like, all of that? All like, of that. All of that, just because, like, you know, people, it just, like, somebody else is better, so they, you know, they just yeah. can't take it. Yeah. Because they believe, like, I mean, you can believe in yourself, but you got to understand, like, you're not the only one. You aren't the only one. You're not the only rapper. You're not the only singer. Not the only artist. Not the only dancer. Like, there's gonna be somebody else that's doing something different. So when you see that, you just need to notice, take note, and then be more innovative. You know, like do something different. Like don't be like, oh, he's better than me. Fuck him. Like, nah, my shit is better. Like, if you feel your shit is better, you gotta come with something better the next time. Sure. Like, oh, he used that pink and that red. Oh, I'm gonna use this purple. To offset his pink and red, so when he see my shit, you know what I'm saying, he gonna right, show right. show love and respect, no and that's doubt. how it should be. Like it shouldn't be like, oh fuck that, fuck him. Like I don't want, you know what I'm saying. Like we all trying, we're all trying to do something. Like especially now, like there's so many different creatives in the world, especially like just in the DMV alone. Everyone's trying to do something. Like everyone has a daytime job, and everyone's trying to do something on the side, either coach or sew or whatever it is. Like, but there's too much competition, too much hate per se, like air quotes, hate, but it's like, do you, and if you see somebody doing better, work harder. Like, that's all I can say. Like, there's yeah. there's too many things going on for us to be going against each other, especially if we're all in the same world. We're all trying to do the same right. thing. Like, right. you know, there's other, we can get money outside of the DMV or, you know, there's other True. corporations. There's, there's people that are willing to spend money on certain things. So if you see someone doing something better, just like, you know, ask them how they did it, you know, get a little insight you know take a little bit here take a little bit from there and you know move forward yeah no doubt i definitely agree with that um as do I. with 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 all that being said i think a lot of people have a lot of pride because of their art it's like they're creating it so they like right. take so much pride in their work and then they don't either want it they don't want to give insight yeah or they're too like ashamed or scared or whatever to ask yeah you know to really want to work with someone right and for, like, my aspect of it is I would, like, okay, everyone can do their own thing, right? You can mm-hmm. have your own lane. We can be all in the same. Like, we all can be artists but have your own lane. But when we leave the DMV, we got to represent it right. Right. You know, and I feel like when I go, when I leave, I don't know how it is with you. Yeah, yeah. When I leave, it's like no one really is listening for a sound from our area. Right. No one really knows what to expect or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like. We really don't have any real gatekeepers, you know what I mean, when we leave outside. So yeah. that's one of the things I want to establish with this platform as well. Is like when we leave the DMV and we bring DMV artists, they're listening for us, you know what right. I mean? They're listening for something that we can be known for right? versus, you know. We're like an untapped market for everything creative. Like art, yeah. music, like you go to Atlanta, you know what to expect. You go to New York, you know what to expect. You go to Miami, you know what to expect. You go to LA, you know what to expect. You come to DMV, it's like, uh, yeah, I think they, I think they have Go Go. Yeah, and I Wale. Think, yeah, they have Wale. I don't even think they do Go Go anymore. But then it's like, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? I haven't heard Go Go. Chuck Brown died. Is Go Go over? Yeah. Like you know? Yeah. yeah so, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but yeah, we we just have to represent right, you know, like even like so I coach lacrosse and I coach football, you know. So I'm like head coach. So I'm like, yo, I go to my assistants, like, yo, what do you think of that? Like, was that good? Should I have not done that? And they just look at me like I'm crazy sometimes. Like, they're like, you're the head coach. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know everything. Like, True. I need help. Like, everything changes every day. Every day is different. Every game is different. Every play is different. So it's like, I need insight. So if I'm asking, you know what I'm saying? Don't be over there like, oh, he fucked up. He shouldn't have called that play. Like, <laughs> tell me I fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> tell me. Let me know. Like, if I'm fucking up, if I'm not doing something right or if there's a better way to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to help each other so we can build each other up instead of break each other down. Because most people just be like, oh, that's fucked up. He sucks. And then they go to their homie to the side like, yeah, you see that shit? That shit was wack. He was, was trash. He was trash. Yeah, trash. It was a trash call. Yeah, like, even my son, he's, his, like, favorite word is trash. I'm like, nah, dog. Like, nah. <laughs> nah, you got to cut that out. Like, nah. Like, oh, he's trash. I'm like, why is he trash? Tell me why. Tell me why. And then, you know, like, I don't know. We just got to build each other up. So. Definitely, I definitely agree with that, and I, I I think that with this platform, um, there'll be plenty of opportunity to build people up, and at least give them a chance, um, to see that it's not all hate. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, that it's not all you know, trash. People saying that they're trash or, you know, something like that. So, um, that's really what we're trying to establish with this, and um, a little insight with the R's. Everyone asks me, you know, where you get the R's from? Yeah. R's means passion in Latin. So and it refers to creativity. So um, didn't know that. It's a it's a big thing. I think that people you know put their you know have some real passion. Yeah. When they create work, because you know some people just like man, I I just did that last night. Yeah. Just, I don't I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like well, you don't have nothing, no no creativity like right, really right. behind that that music or that whatever like no. No, nothing like it's then that's why you don't care about it that's right. why and that's, no one else is really gonna care about no it no one's gonna care if you don't care right yeah so um i really want to kind of bring that back to it really yeah. having some passion, passion with your creativity mm-hmm. yeah i mean with anything like you care about that's like you want to grow you got to have passion like relationship wise art wise like business wise if you don't care it's, it's not gonna take off it's not gonna do what you want it to do if you don't care about it True. and True. you get you just got to have passion and once people see that you don't care about it, then they're not going to care. Right. Like, yeah, he don't give a shit. Why should I? Right, you know, right. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. Got to have that passion. So let the people know where they can find you and all that good stuff. All right. So um, I'll start with the Ars Mag stuff first. Ars Mag is uh, Twitter, um, ARS, Magazine, DMV on Twitter, um, Instagram, at A-R-S-M-A-G. Um, same thing on, uh, you can just hashtag or at, um, the time is ours, um, T-H-E-T-I-M-E-A-R-S on Facebook. Um, and then my personal stuff, everything is Sweat the Technique. Um, S-W-E-A-T-D-A-T-E-K-N-I-K. <laughs> Yeah, when I first saw that, I was no like, one knows what it is. I was is. like, "What sweet date, Nick? What is?" This? Yeah, <laughs> no one knows what it is, but it's sweat the technique. Um, my art, my 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 um, art name was always Tech or Technique, so I always like try to keep that. You know, I used to try to tag a little bit when yeah. I was out in West Virginia, but uh, uh, is there anywhere to tag? You tagging trees in West Virginia? Oh, or like, like <laughs> if, if if you go to if you go to Shepherdstown, like Shepherdstown has mad old uh, like paper mills and like train stations. <laughs> Where like 
trains just sit at. So you can you oh, can do train, your thing. Yeah, 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 like paper mills and train stations, you could go hit some things up. Word. Classic. But uh yeah. You're thinking Harper's Ferry, like Harper's Ferry down on some rocks. <laughs> Tagging grass. Hopefully yeah, be yeah, there yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, that's where I'm at. Um you can also check out the website, um, www.thetimeisours.com. Um, we have a bunch of stuff on there, a bunch of artists, a bunch of recording artists, um, some partners that do photography and videography, yeah. all of that. Word. Oh, also, uh, shout out to Chris Pyrite. He's a partner in Human Fly. Um, he's having a show tonight at Black Whiskey. What? Yeah, at 7 uh, with uh, Nightmare Mikey. Shout oh, out Nightmare right. Mikey, too. Yeah. He's he's repping D.C. Like yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty hard. Their styles are... Similar, but not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So this Similar, is a co- different. collab show, um, Beautiful Dreams and um, Better Nightmares. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, 7 to 10 at Black Whiskey. Um, they'll have merch. Chris has toys. toys. I mean, he's, he's... He makes his own toys? Yeah, bro. He, like, Awesome Con this past year, he, like, just blew this shit out of the water. Like, Yeah. Um, he partnered with third... Uh, Third Eye Comics? Mm-hmm. Third Eye Comics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they did, like, the logo toy, like a kaiju doing, like, a monster. I don't know. You guys are hip to kaiju? Nah, I'm not hip. Ka- kaiju is, like, Godzilla, basically, or, oh. like, the monsters in Power Rangers, like, oh, real okay. Japanese-like yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Yeah. Um, They did, like, a, a toy like that, Word. basically, and he sold, like, crazy. Like, they went they went nuts. Yeah. Um, And he's been doing it ever since. He's got a couple of new toys that are for the human fly now. Word. And they'll be showing that off. Um, and he has a new show. He has a new uh, store in Miami, um, that's right in Wynwood, which is like the main art district in Miami. Word. Um, they just opened. He's gonna be doing some pop ups and stuff with some other artists. So nice. Yeah, if you can make it to Black Whiskey, man, check it out. Word. Word. So that's our time. Shout out to TJ. Shout out to Ken on on the on the third mic. What is, yeah. What is two cents? <laughs> 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 it's one love massive radio chat with Alexander, and we out. Peace.